This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Tuesday, July 28th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. GOP goes broad on coronavirus relief. CPAP round one payments lag. And don't plant those seeds. Now for the hard part, getting a deal. We've been reporting for days that Senate Republicans want to give USDA maximum flexibility in how to do the next round of coronavirus relief. And that's exactly what the new GOP proposal would do. The GOP bill authorizes $20 billion that can be used by farmers as well as processors to prevent, prepare for, and respond to the pandemic. The eligible commodities include specialty crops, non-specialty crops, dairy, livestock, and poultry, including livestock and poultry depopulated due to insufficient processing access, and growers who produce livestock or poultry under a contract for another entity. Including processors among the eligible recipients would cover ethanol producers, according to a Senate aide. What's next? Well, Senate Republicans now have to get a deal with congressional Democrats, and there is a long list of items to be negotiated. The top Democrat of the Senate Ag Committee, Debbie Stabenow of Michigan, declined to comment on the GOP ag provisions. But Senate Ag Chairman Pat Roberts of Kansas says Stabenow's big ask has been a 15% increase in SNAP benefits. I'll take note. The bill has a number of provisions making it easier for farms and other businesses to get forgiveness on Paycheck Protection Program loans. Loans of less than $150,000 can qualify for automatic forgiveness. CFAP total grows slowly, up 5%. USDA has now paid out $6.55 billion, an increase of about $300 million, or about 5%, over the past week, that according to the latest USDA data. With one month to the sign-up deadline, USDA is nowhere close to distributing the full $16 billion earmark for the program. So what's the with the slow pace? Pat Westhoff, who directs the Food and Agriculture Policy Research Institute, says USDA is unlikely to pay out the full $16 billion at this pace. Westhoff says he's not sure why. Possible explanations include difficulty in getting paperwork done given FSA constraints, less eligible production than anticipated, and the impact of payment limitations, he said in an email. Cattle producers have received $2.9 billion so far, dairy producers $1.3 billion. Among row crops, some $1.2 billion has been paid for corn and $331 million for soybeans. Hog producers have received $416 million. Iowa continues to lead the nation with $679 million. Nebraska second at $484 million. Followed by Minnesota at $420 million. Wisconsin at $384 million. Texas at $356 million. And California at $345 million. NASDA warns of Chinese seed smuggling scheme. Don't plant the seeds. Don't even open the package. That's the warning from the National Association of State Departments of Agriculture to people who are getting packages of seeds in the mail from China that they didn't order. The seeds are sent in packages usually stating that the contents are jewelry. Unsolicited seeds could be invasive, 
introduce disease to local plants or be harmful to livestock, according to the Washington State Department of Agriculture in their warning on a Facebook post. This is known as agriculture smuggling. Report it to USDA and maintain the seeds in packaging until USDA instructs you what to do with the packages and seeds. They may be needed as evidence. State Ag Departments in Georgia, Kansas, Maryland, Minnesota, Ohio, Nevada, and Alabama are all issuing similar warnings. USDA's Animal and Plant Health Inspection Service said in a statement that it is working with state ag departments and Customs and Border Protection to prevent the unlawful entry of prohibited seeds and protect U.S. agriculture from invasive pests and noxious weeds. U.K. Trade Advisors to Weigh Consumer Interests The U.K. is launching a new Trade and Agriculture Commission with an eye towards appeasing British farmers and citizens that continue to voice concerns over how the U.S. produces poultry and beef. Prime Minister Boris Johnson pledged that science would be the guiding principle as the U.S. and U.K. began to negotiate a free trade agreement. But the new commission, which will advise British negotiators, throws a new wrench into the process. Tim Smith, chairman of the new commission, said he will take into consideration what he believes is fair to British consumers while advising negotiators. For consumers who we will place at the center of our work, there is an opportunity to build trust in our existing world-class standards and to demonstrate the value of those standards to the global market, Smith said. USDA accepts cattle industry's animal welfare standard. The National Cattlemen's Beef Association is cheering a USDA decision to adopt the industry's checkoff-funded National Beef Quality Assurance Program. That action gives the wisely used animal welfare standard new credence internationally. The USDA certified that the checkoff standard, which is used by more than 85% of U.S. cattle ranchers, is compatible with the department's International Organization for Standardization for Animal Welfare and is aligned with the principles of the World Organization of Animal Health. USDA's action, quote, clearly shows that animal welfare is a top priority for America's cattle producers and global consumers can rest assured that the American beef they consume is produced in accordance with the highest animal welfare standards in the world, according to Kent Backus, NCBA Senior Director of International Trade and Market Access. Biofuels Coalition hits EPA in campaign ad. A coalition of biofuel advocates is targeting EPA with a social media ad blitz in Iowa over the next three weeks. The group's ad asked Iowa voters to express concerns about the Trump administration's track record on biofuels. The initial run will total nearly $100,000 and appear across Iowa on Twitter, Facebook, and via targeted display ads, a Biofuels Vision 2020 spokesperson tells AgriPulse. The coalition plans to continue the ads until the November election or until EPA disposes requests for retroactive small refinery exemptions. In June, EPA confirmed it received 52 new biofuel waivers dating back to 2011. Why it matters? 
while Iowa's critical to GOP hopes to win the White House and retain control of the U.S. Senate. Here's today's He Said It. The pandemic is not finished. The economic pain is not finished. So Congress cannot be finished either. That Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, a Kentucky Republican, announcing release of the HEALS Act, which includes $20 billion in farm relief. Well, that's Daybreak for this Tuesday, July 28th, brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.